Okay, let's begin, everyone. <coughs> Baruch Hashem. We're blessed to change. We're blessed to grow. We're, we're blessed to have the opportunity to try and create today to be the day that we want it to be. Baruch Hashem. We have, we have the ability, as we were speaking about before, the ability to take all of our worries our negative and to turn it into power and many times we know that Hashem gives us challenges and he gives us nisyonos and we, we, let, we have to remind ourselves that it's never the, the person, it's never the uh, mos- mosquito as we spoke about before it's never anything in particular but rather it's Hashem, it's Hashem who is sending us a message and whatever message that is, Hashem is, is uh, giving us uh, the ability, Mala Ha'aretz Kinyanecha, they say, the Tzadikim say, Mala Ha'aretz Kinyanecha, that the world is filled with ways to acquire a relationship with Hashem. And everything else that we experience, anything we experience, is only a Achiza Senayim, it's only a trick. Amalek wants us to think that, oh, it's this person who hurt me, it's this situation that's hard for me, that bothers me, it's this, whatever it is, and that the second that a person is roeh, the seichel shebuchol zavar, when a person sees the pneumias ha'inyin, and a person sees the internal part of whatever it is, then he's able to, number one, he's able to connect to the truth, to authentic, sustainable happiness, is when you're connected to reality. And the reality is that it's from Hashem. It's not that person. It's not my situation that I'm in. It's all from Hashem. When a person recognizes and taps into that reality, that's when he begins to grow. As long as you are in the world, and sometimes it takes time. Sometimes a person has to be patient. It takes time for a person to realize that, okay, sometimes you have to feel the pain. You have to feel the rejection. You have to feel the uncomfortable feelings, whatever you're dealing with, and say, okay, this is what Hashem wants me to feel. This is where I'm supposed to be. But once you attribute it to Hashem, that's your first step to, right, in the 12 steps. Anyone who's familiar with 12 steps? What's the first step? Surrender. Surrender. To realize that I, it's bigger than me. To, uh, what am I supposed to do? But, but to experience it. I so, was telling my kids yesterday about the monkey, that the way they trap them, they make a hole with nuts inside, and then the monkey grabs it. And all he has to do is let go, and he could get out, right. but he doesn't let go. Beautiful, beautiful, very nice, well said. Okay, <clears throat> so we know, we know that rechilus is speech which can cause ill feelings to be aroused against another Jew. Someone who talks rechilus, right, is like a peddler. What is peddler? That's where the Lushan comes from, Lo Selech. Rachil, don't be a peddler. Why are you a peddler? Because a peddler buys goods from one person and then goes and sells it to the next person. So too, someone who talks rechilas hears what one person has to say and then goes and repeats it to the next person, thereby causing negative and ill feelings. For example, you tell your friend, your neighbor told me that you are very lazy. So the neighbor told me that you are very lazy. So you're peddling that information. What do you do? 
you're creating a negative feeling between the neighbor and this, this person. So you're not allowed to say that. Or you tell your brother, Chaim said that uh, your, suit, you know, is, your suit is a cheap, cheap suit, lo- cheap looking suit. So also, what happens, you, you're, you just made your brother feel upset at Chaim. You're not allowed to do this because you're causing ill feelings with each other. You tell the owner of a fruit store that so-and-so told me that your produce is not fresh. So again, for you to come over to the, the owner of the fruit store to say, listen, maybe you could do something about your fruit, you know, uh, that, that's, that's totally mutter. Adarabah might be a big mitzvah to do that. But to tell him, oh yeah, somebody, a lot of times, a lot of times people do that to validate their, their tainas on people. They say, I have a tain on you, right? Somebody has a tain on you, and, uh, and says, oh, you know, you, uh, I don't know, you, 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 you tend to exaggerate. Let's say you tell someone, oh, you always exaggerate. Oh, and I don't only think you're the one, it's not only me who thinks you exaggerate. You know, this person thinks you exaggerate, that person thinks you exaggerate. So first of all, it's a very um, not good feeling for someone to say, like, well, so let them tell them. What? And what? Very critical sentence. You always exaggerate. So, but 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 the point is, is that when you bring in other people to the story, so you cause a conversation, right? Just putting me down without explaining. It's like me arguing and just being you're fat. That's not you can explain right, things. Right, don't right. What does it have to do? With? Correct. So when you say, oh, and other people think that also, what happens is that's how you cause ill feelings between uh, people, and most of the time. Right? Most of the time, like, like we always speak about this, when it comes to Lashon Hara, and the reason that, that it is so dangerous, and the reason why it's so prevalent, is because, uh, what was that? What was that? You mind just telling them to keep it down, please? I feel like we're back in the regular uh, yeshiva. You could say it was from me, Yoni. Thank you. Um, like we said, when someone is when someone is hurt, right? When someone is hurt, so they they, they and they don't heal themselves, so they bleed on people who are who have no connection to their hurt. When people hurt, people are hurt people, right? We know that you sowed. So so anytime you're seeing people hurt other people. And that's why Lashon Hara is so, uh, you know, it's so fundamental because we have a lot of hurt and we have a lot of things inside of us that are, that are painful. And if we don't deal with it properly, then, then we end up hurting other people. We end up hurting the way we look at things. And, and not only that, we, we, as we'll see in next week's parasha, I mean, this week's parasha is filled with the whole thing of just you know, hurting generations and still, still today we uh, celebrate, not celebrate, we, we, we commemorate and we have uh, Tisha B'Av, Amir Tisha will celebrate Tisha B'Av, right? that, that it's why, because Heim Bachu Bechina Shalchinam, is that they, they cried for no reason. We're still suffering from the pain and the hurt of the tzaddikim and the people of the, of, of the previous generation who 
who didn't fix whatever they had to fix, right? And you see in Korach, which we're going to get to, the following parsha is that you see that people not only will hurt people, people make it a mitzvah to hurt people. They say, I have to hurt that person. I have to teach him a lesson. I have to represent something. So, right, you'll see as, as a parent, right, you can fall into that very much. A person can fall into, I have to be machanach my child, and therefore I have to, now, yes, you have to be machanach your child. And you have to give your child musr, and you have to guide your child properly. But a person has to be very, very careful in, in you know, leman Hashem, you know, what, what, what they're willing, what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to do out of your own hurt. And that's why it's so important when we don't talk Lashon Hara and we don't talk Rechilas, what it does is it gives us the, it forces us to deal with what we have to deal with. It forces me, if I can't talk politics, if I can't talk about this person, if I can't talk about my neighbor, if I can't talk about anything negative, so then where am I going to deal with all of my, all of my pain? I have to deal with it. I have to deal with it. Yes. Okay. Hashem should help us all. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, I think that's what's happening in the world, which is very sad. And yesterday I had a, a conversation on the football team. Someone uh, mentioned something. Um, on the videos of people rioting, so I, I said, he said, he said, I wish Jews would do it in the Holocaust, so I said, we don't act like animals, and he said, oh, that you're racist, I said, so then I, 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 I did my thing, but the point that I told him, I said, the difference between the world and Jews, we've been persecuted for years, but we created, we took that pain wherever we went, you are justifying hurting because you're hurt. That makes no hurt and hurt doesn't make you hurt. Correct. And, and I said, if, you, if I would hear that you molested my brother, and I said, and, and I'm not saying that's true, but if it would be true, I would say your action is an animal. I, you got molested as a kid. I don't care. You don't hurt somebody. Okay. Beautiful. So true. Not to get into that, I, I mean, all the pr- people who are protesting are not all of, of a certain color. So I don't know why anyone who says uh, someone who, who they're, they're acting like animals is not, it's not uh, what's going on. I'm just saying, yeah, Stan, yeah, parenthetically, it's not only uh, black people are protesting, uh, you know, everyone's protesting. But anyway, yeah. Shemirachim. Shemirachim, for real. It's very scary what's going on. Okay, Hashem will help us all. We should be Zoha today and every day to learn to take our medicine, to take our Chavetz Chaim medicine, and to learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara. And through that, Hashem will help us, as the Chavetz Chaim promises that anyone who learns is safer, Hashem will help him for real not want to speak Lashon Hara and to be very careful with hearing, especially Rechilas, not to ever put two people against each other to cause ill feelings, us and all the Jewish people. Okay, we learned for a few minutes. Um, I want to begin in Parakhes, the ability for a person to be Kona, Zvizus. It's one of the things that Halavai, as uh, Yehuda Castell put on the, uh, the chat, is that a, um, um, the thief of, of, what was the line? Procrastination is the thief of growth? Of what? Right. 
is that a person, right, a person who is procrastinating, and we all, uh, I don't want to say we all, I procrastinate a lot, and uh, it's a normal thing for people to procrastinate, and like we're learning in the Tzil Susharim, when a person focuses on, on, he actually gave three, he gives three examples of Zrizus, which is number one, when you have an opportunity, an opportunity, you have an opportunity, grab the opportunity, right? When someone comes to you and needs something from you, do it right away. Someone needs something, don't push it off. Has a person live in that world? Could you imagine being that guy who gets up early, who's doing and doing and doing and constantly doing? How do I become a person? Huh? Yeah, exactly. How does a person become someone who's doing and doing and doing and being a Zaraz? So the Masil Zisharim says, he gives us two very strong uh, ways. Number one, He says two ways. He says, number one, when you realize what it is that you are responsible to do, which means basically, why am I put in this world? What am I here to contribute? What am I here to do? When a person realizes, that's why I, I say the, that, that line of purpose is the greatest alarm clock. You want to get an alarm clock? You want to get a, 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 a mission of what you're doing in life? That will motivate you to be a Zaraz. If a person doesn't have a mission and he doesn't have a clear picture of what I am put on this world for, why am I in yeshiva? Why am I doing what it is that I'm doing? You always want to remind yourself of the why it is that I'm doing. Why am I learning Gemara? Why am I in the army? Why did I go to the army? Why am I in the army? What's my purpose? When a person focuses on what it is that he's responsible to do in this world and how much he has to do in this world. And like I said, it's not a luxury. Right? You could, this, I think we once put this on as a quote. It's not a luxury to be motivated. That's not a luxury. That's a, that's a default of being a functional, good, healthy human being is to be motivated. If you're not motivated, that means there's a problem. It doesn't mean in order to be motivated, it means, oh, I'm lucky that I'm motivated. If you're unmotivated, that's, that's a red flag. That's a real alarm has to go off in your mind of why it is that I'm not motivated. Whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. Because the natural... Right, it's hard. Teenagers, you guys are, are post-teenagers. Uh, well, not everyone, Ben, but Ben, you're unique and that you're mature... Right, Ben is Ben is extra bliain hara, poo poo, as they say. Bliain hara is extra motivated. You're a very very motivated person. That's a big bracha. A lot of teenagers suffer, and they get down, and they get depressed, and they get sad. And high school kids, they have no, they've lost their motivation. It got sucked out of them. It's it's one of the most painful things to see in a person to see a kid to see a teenager, to see someone who play ball and exercise and get out there, who's what just happened? down. What, what happened, happened to him? What happened to him? What, what happened? 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 Unfortunate people. Whatever it is. Or whatever. Yeah, that's a good question. Whatever it is. 
I know what happens. Slinky, slinky so got broken. What? I'm saying is it happens to a big percentage of people. Yeah, so right. So meaning you're saying how do we attribute it to one specific or like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't. I can't say. That's a different discussion of why it happens. But I'm. I'm more looking at it. I'm. I'm not in that. We're not in that realm right now. Talking about taking a, a an element, elementary school child and making sure that he stays motivated. Right. I think the same principles will apply, but it's not, it's not a discussion for now unless you want to suggest something. I don't want to suggest something. I think that whatever it would be, though, it would also help us out for our life now, though. Right. It's all the same reasons. Right, right. But whatever I think, well, so, so, let, so good. Okay, so let's go. Let, let's go through. I think part of the problem is, is that if you don't, if you're not free to live the life that you want to live, then that's very unmotivating. Mm. When you're controlled by somebody else's agenda and you're controlled by someone else and something else and that you're stuck in something that has nothing to do with you, right? Like they say, the, uh, one of the tortures they had in Mitzrayim was they had the men doing the women's work and the women doing the men's work. And you did work that you're supposed to do at day, at night, and stuff you're supposed to do at night during the day. So why is that confusing? What? <laughs> no, 100 percent. That's why. So Rabbi is saying a great point that it could be it's because uh, at that age people aren't free to be themselves; they're being controlled by an agenda. So then let's try to think why has that happened. I don't think there's an evil power in the world who's like doing it. I think obviously there's advantages to that which they're trying to achieve. And with those advantages come disadvantages of controlling people's lives and then people like lose motivation. But obviously, meaning a kid grows up and he has times. He wants to go out and do it. So you don't control the kid. I'm saying then, then what's I'm saying you do want to raise the kid and send the kid in the, in the right way. I'm just, so how do you find that that balance between also like yeah. talking about So no child, no child, <clears throat> so no child, Shoma Zalman. Okay, we'll get into a whole thing here. No child wants to run run around and get drunk. And 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 uh, and start drugs and do and do bad things. Nobody wants to do bad things. People do things because they're not getting their enjoyment from where they're supposed to getting to be getting their enjoyment. When someone needs to feel love, when someone needs to feel good, they're going to figure out how to feel good. They will figure out how to feel good. So so the motivating factor of a person is they want to feel good. I want to feel free. And it's very difficult when you're 10 years old, 12 years old. And I, again, I'm not getting into this right now. It's, I'm not, I mean, we are a little bit, but I'm saying it, it, it's not a 10-year-old kid, a 12-year-old kid doesn't have Bahira. He has to listen to his parents. He has to go to school. Otherwise, he's going to get punished, right? And then he's not doing well in school. So what happens? He gets punished because he's not doing well in school. So it's, so it's a, so it's a, it's a uh, you know, Vicious cycle, thank you. It's a vicious cycle, that's all. Also, Rabbi, I think like kids need a certain amount of, of, of structure, and as they turn right. into adolescence, it's like the hardest transition for parents and uh, you kids. Oh, you good timing, you gotta, you gotta come join, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the hardest transition for the parents and the kids as the kids start to need a little bit more freedom. But I know Rabbi often like, uh, stresses in Yeshiva how we're not in high school anymore, we're not in high school anymore, and I think that click in our head of like, yeah, I am my own person. I'm not a victim anymore. Because since the world was controlling you, it's so easy to slip into that victimizing state. Exactly. You can leave, you can leave that whole system. You can throw it all away, but you'll still 
feel that controlling over you. And exactly. once you have that click, it's like exactly, exactly. Shkoyach Yitzi. I want to say that. I, I, I like what Yitzi says, first of all, because he, not, not, not so much that he's saying that I always say it, but, but now that we're, you know, it's, I, I, we could talk this out a little bit more because of the size of the, the, you know, yeshiva now, we could talk a little bit. Definitely Yitzi's been here, been with me for, for four years. He's heard me and he's sh- showed up uh, for four years. It's not like he's just been in yeshiva. He's, he's actively, uh, you know, been working yeshiva. And, and I can say right now, it is one of the reasons why, why I tell people to transition out of that high school state. Because the high school state is beautiful, but, it's, but it also is very dangerous. The, the, it's beautiful to have, you know, chavrashaf and to have whatever you have. But the danger of that is that you're locked in. You're, you stay there and you're locked in. And exactly like you said, the more you... you I want to say something to you guys. I, I, I didn't get out of high school when I got out of high school either. I remember being married, uh, living in Eretzrel, actually. I remember walking, when I learned in Kolel in, in Yerushalayim, I remember walking up and just, and just still being in that head of like, I'm not free to live the life and think of my high school friends and still attached to that. So it takes time, you know, which I think is part of it. When a person feels that he's free, right? He was already going through the different stages. He was like in a different world, right? different stages of people, right? But the shot is, is that, is that when we're able to, to live the life that we want to live, and we're able to be free, which is what every child wants, and it's not at all a contradiction, just to tell, tell you guys. I mean, we're giving like a parenting class over here. Right? It's not all a, a contradiction. Well, we always says to get married, but we never talk about like, yeah, okay. after that, you know? Yeah, because, <laughs> because, because it's, 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 you're not holding by that yet. Got to first hold by getting married. That's uh, it's hard to talk about you because we're not no gay. But I'm saying it's not a con- you guys. You guys for sure know better than many people because a lot of the people in this yeshiva had challenging elementary and high school times. Had had a lot of challenges. So you guys, you know, will will know yourself. But 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 I do want to say something that's very very important is that it's not either or. People think you either got to do discipline or you got to give room. You got to give space. Uh, people get nervous of what that balance is. You need a major balance. You have, to, you have to guide your children, give them tremendous guidelines. But you also have to give them tremendous, tremendous love and space and respect and understanding. And, and, and if one of them is missing, you will pay for it. Or they will pay for it. Whatever, whatever. you know what I mean by that. That's just, that's just the, way of, the way of the world. And I, and I want to say something, and then I want to hear from, from you all is that, is that don't think, because this is the natural thing. If your father was a very strong disciplinarian, or your mother, not just stop picking your father, but usually with boys it's like father, father stuff, right? If you, if you yourself, if you yourself are a, if you yourself came from a home where your father is a, is a, was a disciplinarian, so you might swear to yourself that you are going to let your kids do whatever they want. That will hurt your children. And if you grew up, and if you grew up in, a, in a home where your father let you do everything, and you're like, oh gosh, that was terrible chinuch, I've got to make sure that I'm going to discipline my children that way, you're going to, you'll, you'll hurt them as well. The, 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 it's the same exact thing. It's the same thing. That's why I always say, just a chazrover. You have to thank your parents 
Either way. You have to have a curse to your parents either way. Because if your father was not a good father, you have to thank him because now you know what you're not going to do. And if your father was a great father, then you have to thank him for what he taught you. But either way, there's what to learn from. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I know, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, so basically, at least in the high school from what I saw. Well, you're still in high school, Ben. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the second high school I attended, I completely collapsed, and it was too hard. And I think what it is, is that every high school is a mold, right? And sometimes if you have a square and you try to just chop a bit off a corner, then a quarter said there, it's going to be fine. But if you have a square and you try to make it into a circle, then it's too much change. So I think that for me, my first high school was great. The second one was too much of the mold that I had to conform to and because of that in class. I think that's what it is. It's that when you try to force someone too much, then right. it becomes Right. Beautiful. I just want to say something about Ben. Halavai. Every high school kid should collapse like you, Ben. Halavai. <laughs> <laughs> every, every high school kid. Collapse. You call this a... He's, what, you're in 11th grade. You call this a collapse? Finishing the 10th Paragon Shabbos. Right, finishing the 10th Paragon Shabbos. Doesn't stop, doesn't stop smiling. He's got his books there. He's up jumping around. How could I do more? What could I do more? So, so, you, so, halavai. These are the downs. What? These are the downs. Right, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Approach Rabbi Small, yeah. Yeah, uh, two things. One, you know, as we were saying that, okay, now in Yeshiva, we're out of high school. It, it's a... I agree that it's a good way to you know, compare different things and you know, person can go down the line in life. However, I've you know, seen many, many times over the years, giving Shiva Gadova, the same principle applies that the person's not motivated, it's not going anywhere. And it, and it, and it, and it happens. I see it every time I see Shiva. I ask, oh, why are you doing this? They're like, well, why not? What else? And, like, right, right, right. and there's no reason, there's no motivation right. there. Right, right. And not only that, even those who did make a change in their life, but they were motivated, and move double level, then they lose motivation after that. 100%. 100%. 100%. Well said. Yeah, I, I think we were just using the example, meaning, meaning correct. It's not that, that every adult, when they're, when they're out of the world of high school, they're motivated. You can have adults who are unmotivated too. People in general hope constantly, constantly, right? That's, that's the quote that, that, I, that, I, that, I, that I put on the quote chat, which is, Motivation doesn't last. That's why we. That's why we recommend it daily, right? Because uh, because it's uh, like showering, right? We we just like you have to shower every day. So too, right? You have to motivate yourself every day. Uh, Shalom. I didn't recognize uh, Rabbi Stavansky. Uh, Shalom. Welcome. It's close to have you here. Eight minute Right. Not just eight minute. Baruch Hashem. It's close to have you. Welcome. Welcome. To be here. You want to come? Yeah. Come, uh, come, please share. You'll share some. I don't want to embarrass my son. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Shalom Aleichem to you as well. Shalom Aleichem. So again, just a line, right? Motivation doesn't last. Neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And that's what the Zil Sharma is saying. Zil Sharma is saying very, very clearly. He's saying the first step is, is that purpose is the greatest alarm clock. If you have, if you have a, a purpose in life, if you have to do something in life, then you will be motivated. Satipshad, yeah, what did you want to say? Yeah, I think one of the biggest issues is that we think about the future not living daily, 
and that's what doesn't motivate us. Instead of us waking up and saying, today I have a purpose, right. and I want to echo what Rebbe was saying, that for me personally, I was living in Eretz Yisrael after I got married, and I felt in prison, because I was always like, I could only be successful in America, in America, and up until uh, Rebbe made Aliyah, I was, I was here, but I wasn't free, until I changed the mindset, I'm here, so I make the best of tomorrow, and one day at a time, not, not the marathon. I think also uh, during Corona time, I don't remember if there's any two pieces, but I remember part of it is like that the biggest uh, the biggest source of motivation is actually waking up in the morning because then that means like you still have purpose. Shem sent you here for a reason, and if you're waking up, that means not that means oh, okay, that's like it means that you still have reason and you're still capable. Uh, not only are you not done with your mission, so you got purpose. But also, like, don't get down if you didn't accomplish it because you're still waking up. Meaning, the sense still saying like you got this. Like, it's both of them. So I think just wake up in the morning, you're like, okay, you got work, and you won't be down yourself for some reason to get it done. Beautiful, Beautiful. Amazing, amazing. So that's number one. So, so Ramchal says the number one motivating factor is going to be. The first motivating factor is going to be, what is my purpose? And if I remember clearly, Yitzi, I remember you, where you were standing in the Oneg, right, in camp, when, when uh, I don't know if you were, no, were you there? Yeah, I think you were there. I think you were in the Oneg, maybe you were there. When Yitzi was, when we were talking about this as well, Yitzi said, similar to what you're saying, Shlomo Zalman, is that don't think of your life purpose. Think of what is my purpose this week? What is my purpose today? Because it's very difficult for a person to say, oh, this is my life's purpose. When a person gets a little bit older, he gets a little bit more clear, right? Sometimes a guy could say, oh, I know I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. I'm dreaming to be a doctor. Okay, you have Yechidim who feel that way. I want to be a businessman. I want to make a lot of money. I want to this. Okay, you have certain people. I want to go into real estate. I want to this. Okay, you have certain people who have that. But a lot of times it takes time until a per- person figures out his life purpose. So the way to figure out your life purpose is to try and figure out today's purpose. What is my purpose today? First Seder, what's my purpose? This week, why? Because your life is happening right now. So when you get used to having purpose and focus on today, that'll help you get focus. And, and as we've spoken, right? We, uh, I'm gonna reference Yoni again because it's always good to reference, is that when you do things, when you do things, we spoke about this in the morning after davening, when you do things, it leads to something else, which leads to something else, which leads to something else. A lot of times, especially like we said the other day, people nowadays, I want to be famous. People want to be famous. So they want to get from point A to point Z overnight. How could I become famous? I want to open up a, 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 a this and that everyone knows me. The, it doesn't work like that. You take a step over here. You have purpose over here which leads you to purpose over here, which leads you to purpose over here. So, so that's very, very important. The motivation of, of purpose can be very, very short-term. It does not have to be long-term. I would suggest more and more for it to be. Yes, Yuda? Uh, reinventing yourself uh, that, that um, people think that it goes, like, the cycle goes inspiration, um, motivation, and then you do something about it. Right, but he was saying how like he, he said like when you don't when you really like, feel like no motivation, you don't want to do anything, do anything. Right, right. Thing, Action. It's, it's a circle. It goes. It's 
inspiration, motivation, action, inspiration, motivation. Right, right, right. Emotion, emotion, one of the best things to remember is emotion is motion. Emotion. When a person's feeling down, if you're doing things, if you're doing things, it's much harder to feel down when you're doing things. Okay, the second thing, we'll just start off with this and then we'll uh, wrap it up. The second thing, which is, yeah, Perakhes. Uh, the second thing is this incredible. And this is something also which is very scary to hear, but it's important to hear. It's, uh, I, I would say in, with us, I mean, we need both of this, but I think this is even, even deeper for our generation. Listen to what he says. Which means how, how grateful you are and how much bracha and blessing you have. Listen to this. So if you're not motivated, it could be, says the Mesil Sharm, the more, and, I've, and, and many of you here, someone Svikonen, I hope he'll be okay that I'm, that I'm saying, uh, he sent me a picture of, I'm not going to say how many notebooks, because it could be he would be upset if I told everybody the amount of notebooks that he finished recently on writing everyday gratitude. Thankful. What does your wife do? A hundred thank yous. A hundred thank yous a day. A hundred thank yous a day. A hundred thank yous a day. And listen, listen to what, what the Ramchal says. And this is a, a big challenge on all of us. If you're unmotivated, he says, where does it come from? It comes from your lack of recognition of all the wonderful things that you have. So the two things Ramchal says, and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow on this, the two nakutas are number one, what's my purpose? That's what holds me back from my motivation. And number two is when I realize how much bracha I have, how much blessing I have. And one of the things, oh, so he says, because then a person realizes he has how much I, I need to give back. How much I'm put in this world? Why is Why is Hashem giving me right a motivation to contribute to do? Look what I have. Where did Hashem give me all these things? He gave me a house. He gave me a car. He gave me money. He gave me good looks. You see, he gave me yoga. He gave me all these. A person starts beginning to think like that. He's like, whoa. So what? I'm going to sit in bed all day and play Fortnite? No, right? I'm going to watch someone else's life. Right? That's the biggest problem that people have. You're watching someone else's life. Because you don't realize how much blessing we all have. And it's something, to, and it's something the key is that it's uh, right, something that Mayor says all the time. It's an attitude of that. It's not something like, oh, I said thank you. I said thank you. No, you have to constantly you never say, oh, I said thank you to my wife yesterday for supper. So why do I have to thank my wife tonight for supper? No, it's constant. It's constant. Right? It's the only brach and shmanesrei that we say with it. Abu Dram says the reason we say modim with the shliach tibur say modim because nobody could say thank you for you. Thank you is a is a we could spend days on talking about this. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha. Most important thing is for a person to be able to start new, to start fresh, to smash his rearview mirrors as much as you can, and that's something that you also have to do every day. It's also something that you have to do 
as much as you can to say it doesn't matter what happened yesterday, whether I was successful or I was unsuccessful. I have to mention, I, I think I would have mentioned this anyway, even, even if you weren't here, I was Stefanski, but for sure, right? I'll say, what is Dafyomi? And it's, it's almost embarrassing for me to talk about Dafyomi in, in, in front of Rabbi Stefanski, but I'm saying one of the strengths and the greatness of the Dafyomi is the fact, I can say publicly, when you, when you gave your, your, um, your hakdama, a lot of the chevra I shared with them, Yehuda, I, remember I told you to watch, right? to fancy his, uh, some of his hakdama of, of, of the benefits of, of learning dafyomi. But one thing I could say, and this is maybe a point that people miss in dafyomi, that's what I'm saying, it's hard for me to, to say it in front of Rabbi Stefanski, but, but one of the things it, about dafyomi is that you get to start again fresh today. Not so much. It's, it's today is a new day. It doesn't matter what happened on yesterday's daf. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether I learned it well yesterday or I didn't learn it well today. It starts fresh. There's a, there's a tremendous strength to that for a person to say. There's, it's one of the milas to say, okay, oh, here I go again. I'm learning this Mishnah again. I'm learning this again. Did I get? But you start with a new fresh daf. You learn, you learn with a new fresh daf. That's a lesson for all of us to say, okay, Today is, and you know what's, know, know what's interesting? See, I'm already getting more clarity as, as I'm talking it out. What's interesting is, is that, is that every day is a different day. We're always trying to say, oh, I'm chasing yesterday. I'm chasing yesterday. Either I'm chasing yesterday because it was a great day, right? I'm chasing a month ago because that was a great day. I always try, we, we always try and want to repeat Right? A day that we had or a feeling that we had. That's not the way life works. Life is a new daf. It's a new gemara. It's a new kasha. It's a new terrace. Some days are easier, flowy days. Some days are harder days. Some days you understand it better. Some days you understand it much, much less. But what do you got to do? You got to do as best as you can to learn, to learn. And, and as we say in, in this yeshiva, it's good uh, to say it over. One of the guys said in this yeshiva, this yeshiva, what do we try and learn? A daf of ourselves. And then the mele, you learn a daf. You have to do the, you have to do the daf yomi of yourself. And every day is a new daf. And every day is a new daf. See, look what you brought in, Rabbi Stefanski. Look at that. Baruch Hashem. Yes. Really? A 30 year old kid wrote to me last night that he's depressed. He went through 24 surgeries. Aye. He feels he missed out on his life. And, and I, just, I said, you have to look at the future. He's 13 years old and he's thinking about the past, how much he missed out from Cheder. So, you know, if he, if he, he said he started Shahas, he's learning. He finished Shahas by the age of 20. <laughs> just as the Kudu, we just spoke about today. Thank you. Hashem Jehovah is beautiful. I like that. Shazam, we got to lock this one in. See, we'll remember that we locked in. It's true. And like Yitzi said, it's a new daf. And, and, and I think I was going to tell Rabbi Stefanski in private because I've heard of the rabbi. You motivated me a lot. But the daf is not dependent on the food or on the press. That is what changed in my life that a lot of time in Yiddishkeit, there was always an alternative motive. Oh, I'll do this because I want parnasa. The daf for me came as it doesn't matter money, happy or not, we do the daf. And automatically, that's what I was, uh, that's my, my thing I've been telling people that when it says, when you're mekabel, oh, ma'afu shamayim, so ma'afu, oh, derech it's not if you do it to be mother. 
It's if you do it because you got to do it, then Hashem takes care of you. Beautiful. Beautiful. And, and, and just to end off, thank you, just to end off, is that, is that it's harder, it's harder to, to, to learn, it's harder, the tachlis of the Torah is to learn about yourself. The, the tachlis is, and it's hard, the challenge of being a good husband, the challenge of being a good father, the challenge of, of waking up in the morning and saying, I'm going to create an amazing day and I'm going to learn today with, with, with patience, with, with positivity, with, with acceptance, is, is, is something that, 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 that and, and like we always say, that is life. If you today can say, I want to live today, I want to try and see the good in other people today, I want to try and see the good in myself, I want to be someone who, whatever it might be, that is, will create and give you the muscles of life. Yes, yes, Yehuda. Um, a lot of times, Mara and life, like, a lot of times we, we wait for, like, the end of the, the, the end, like, the two dots to start over. Right, the right. Dots start over. And, like, or Sunday or Rosh Chodesh or whatever. Exactly. I remember something that, that always, like, like it's one of the main things that I wrote in my notebook. It was, it was in uh, Yehuda's uh, party last year. And that, that, that one and a half year party, I remember that, that you, the, the, the Rav said, who in the world starts on a Wednesday at like 2 o'clock? You know, like, who, who starts Correct. the biggest process of their life at, at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday? It was what? Might have been the Tedgis. The what? Oh, Aaron and Tedgis. Oh, the I think so. I, no, I think it was yours. I started on a Wednesday. I was on May 1st. Yehuda <laughs> 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 was waiting for that. No, I remember that the Rob said Just take that the credit. Yeah, it was. It was Hazzy. It was a tag. It's ironic. Okay, good. But it's true. But who starts? Well said. Correct. Correct. Beautiful. All right. Hashem should help us all. We should be so going to start. To start at. Oh, yes, Ben. Want to give a quick shout out to Rivitzi Grenwald, who's been joining all this year in my WhatsApp. Let's see. We should all be Zocha at uh, 11:25 Tuesday to be able to start today, continue the day, and create an amazing day. Have a wonderful day, everybody. So.